Hey guys, welcome back to the Dungeon Lads. This is episode 40-something, where we last left off with the Dungeon Lads. Making their way down to the deep dark caves located on Smuggler's Bay, they were led by a new companion named Hiss. Traveling mm. through these traversing caves, eventually they made it to a waterfall. Some of them decided to go down a really fun slide, and others kind of fought for it a bit and then eventually went down. Mimic Noise decided he wanted to travel a little bit further by himself. Dumb he was bitch. then captured by a group of Duragar and taken to what seems to be some kind of town located all the way deep down into this massive cave system. After following a little bit of blood, blood splats here and there by Onyx, they were able to find this weird ancient town. After making their way up to the castle, jumping over the walls, fighting off some driders, they eventually made it to the throne room. They saw that Mimic Noise was apparently fed to almost death and was going to be fed to a giant purple worm. They knew that they couldn't fight this, especially after nearly dying to two driders, so they decided to make a run for it. On their way out, they were able to pick up a few of the drow that they had let free inside of the castle. Some did not make it, but one did. They escaped throughout the town with the, whole, the earthworm destroying everything in its path, including the whole town. But now all of you, including this one drow, are now back in the small case system where y'all entered. No Duragar to be seen. And all of you are catching your breath, looking behind you, making sure you're still not being chased, and glad that you were finally able to get the, the box out of there. Did we just about get eaten by a giant fucking worm? Is that what just happened? Yeah, that was a close one. Were those... I'm sorry. Were those people mixed with spiders also? I'm not the only one who saw that, surely. I'm too exhausted to reply or say anything. <laughs> Why didn't the actual fuck? I, uh, I put down uh, the, the fattened mimic noise. Plop. I'm just laying there. I, I mean, I'm not doing anything. So let me let me ask: Does Mimic Noah's look like a Dark Souls mimic when you throw an undead hunter charm at it? Kind of. Just a very thick. What form are you in right now, Mimic Noise? Or are you I'm in mimic here? Form. I'm in mimic. Okay. mimic form. Imagine like you know, like the bars that go over chest, like the metal. It's like the woods just kind of like bulging over the top of the bars a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So oh he's, God. He's, he's quite a swollen box. He is gregarious. Anyway, um, I would like to sort of think at the drow that we picked up. And as catching his breath. Yes, I would like to ask him in his mind, or uh, what's the portrayed gender here? He seems to be a man. That's about all you can get. 
okay. Just by his features. Okay. So, I'm going to ask them in their minds, what do I call you? He looks up for a second, kind of looks around, confused. Me. And I hold up my hand. He locks his eyes onto you. He turns his head a bit. He's kind of confused. Your name. You hear a uh, a pleasant voice. Nothing too creepy. Just says, Edrum. Edrum Megadum. Can you spell that for me? E-D-Y-R-M. Last name M-A-G-D-A-N. Edrin Magadan. Edrin. Magdan, not Magadan. Well, Edrin, how long were you a captive? Um... No offense, but I'd rather talk elsewhere. None taken. I guess we should move on, considering. How are you talking to me exactly? The how isn't important. It's just natural ability. Right. I figured since you guys didn't have tongues, this would be the easiest way of communication. Follow me. And he begins walking deeper into this cave system. Whoa, 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 why is Tall Man moving? He wants us to follow him. And I and say then... we do. Okay, alright, alright. This is just what we do now. I say we don't follow him because we just freed him from that kingdom. We don't know that he's not a double agent or something. I doubt he's a double agent. Ikea, what is he a double agent of? There's nothing back there. And I gestured to the ca- collapsed cavern that we just run to, ran from. I don't know, maybe he worships that giant worm thing. He's trying to bring us back to it. Well, let me put your fears at ease. I was just at his mind, so. And? He's cut. He's and... walking away from the worm. Exactly, he's not a double agent. Listen, none of us know these caverns except for Hiss, kind of, and I'm not even sure he's been through this area. Well, let me just inform you that the drow are people of the Underdark, so he would know probably more than Hiss here. That's the point, Thix, is that he's leading us somewhere we don't know. We can't trust him just because we freed him. Who said I trust him? I just want to see where he's going. Uh, Ikea just sighs and, uh, rubs his temples. Is there any way besides forward, DM? What's that? Is there any other path besides following this dude? There's, at the moment, no. There's just the one pathway. It's not like we can go anywhere else except for back to the worm, so let's go, I guess. Okay, I'm guessing that Hiss and, uh, Thips are looking for traps throughout the whole way. And naturally. Okay. Yes. You guys are following behind um, Idrim, who, as you see, you see the traps in front of him. He walks around the sides of the walls, 
and a pretty quick pace as well. But he's he's avoiding the traps, and y'all do the same. Uh, going down this long corridor, eventually you pass by the one that um, you had thought was the town, but wasn't. You see no Duragar in sight. And eventually he stops, and he looks to the side of the wall. And there you see in the side of the wall is some kind of invisible doorway. You see he pushes it open with two hands, like it's just made straight from stone. And as you come up, as you all come up behind him, you see a few drow sitting there on the ground. And you see that he has a slight smile on his face, and he goes down to put his hand towards one of a younger-looking drow, female. And he uh, picks her up and gives her a nod, and she nods. And they both wave to the rest of the drow to get up. And they all look towards you. And Adrian points to his head and looks towards you, Thix. So I take it they're all with you? Yes. The main reason that I left was to retrieve my daughter and as many as I could. Does anyone have the ability to talk out loud, or...? He opens his mouth, and you just see just a little nub of a tongue that's been cut off and singed. Sadly, not anymore. Hmm. Well, a powerful enough magic user could heal that for you, but I don't think... That's not in my range of expertise. You are correct. And that is where we are going. Alright, so I take it you have an encampment or civilization? Town, perhaps? Gives you a bit of, like, squints his eyes a bit. Kind of looks you up and down. Make a wisdom save. Do I get avenge? Um, I wouldn't say so. Is it a charm? No. Okay, hold on. Rolls. Said wisdom. Yes. Oh, what's my wisdom stats? So wisdom save. Yep. See what I had to. 17. Okay. You see that he's trying to get into a part of your mind. Not in a malicious way, but to mostly just learn more about you and see if he can actually trust you. You hear in your head, sorry. It's not very often you get to make trustworthy people down here. Well... We mean you no harm, all things considered. We're mainly just trying to investigate a certain theft that occurred recently. Hmm. Well, I thank you for freeing me and a few of the people 
sadly didn't make it, but for now, just follow me. And if I say to turn away or cover your eyes for a few seconds, please do so. Sure. And I'll relay this to the group. Okay. Gives you all a nod. He goes through the group and starts walking down the tunnel. Not a quick pace, no. At this point, though, all of you are starting to feel extremely exhausted. And um, would you like to try and take a rest or keep going? Can I ask something real quick? Was anybody carrying me? Probably. Okay. No, nope, they thought... just left you there again. Well, I was <laughs> I was wondering because uh, I thought Brian said he dropped. I'm sure I'm sure EK picked you back up. Yes, EK wasn't gonna leave you there. I just thought it was and just kind of chilling. He's probably one of the only ones strong enough to actually pick you up in that state. With how his is, one arm. How is Mimic Noise doing now that maybe one or two hours have passed? I mean, he's 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 just sitting there, man. He's dazed and confused. <laughs> as he, as he's heaving you along, he just says, "Can you at least try to walk on your own?" No response. God damn it. He just trudges along. Ikea gets a taste of his own medicine. Very true. <laughs> Alright. Ikea so. just, like, cast Featherfall on him and then let him fall off your shoulder and then as he drops, push him up with your arm and pull him along. Just kick him like a rock, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure soccer you ball. I'm sure you understand, except not only is that a limited duration, not very long, it also makes me pretty exhausted, and I'm already pretty exhausted. Speaking of it being exhausted, would y'all like to take a long rest or continue walking? Are they stopping? They are not. I am not stopping. Everyone else? Let's go. <laughs> Considering We're not. how the rest of the group is uh, about to probably pass out, uh, long rest time. Are we gonna lose them if we long rest? Gonna lose some what? Are we gonna lose them? Like, not are if, they just. Not if you say something. <laughs> I cannot speak a language that they understand. And... Actually, you can speak Sylvan, but, um. It, I they just... speak Sylvan? Yes, they do. Yeah. I, I spoke to them in Sylvan earlier. Oh? I've slipped my mind. Sylvan uh... under common. So, but I will say to everyone, um, excuse me, but I know you, I know your party is in a hurry, but my people are just on the brink of exhaustion, especially after that whole worm fiasco. Do you mind if we rest for a few minutes, a few hours? He, he gives you a nod and he looks over to, um, his daughter and gives her a nod. And you see that she goes up to one of the side of the wall and that she slowly begins to move her hands apart. And you begin to see the walls beginning to shift away some, like the stone is being mended and pushed across. And she creates like some kind of small cavern. Oh, holy hell. So points to the cavern and he walks in. 
they've offered a bit of a respite. Wild. Oh, thank God. I'm gonna, uh, gonna go in the camp and just start uh, setting up my. Hang on, let me double check what this thing is called. As you try to start setting it up, you see that she goes back and she pushes her hands back together and it molds back. Oh, sealing us all? Mm hmm. You hear things from um, Edrum. We won't be able to stay here long. We'll run out of oxygen, but this should buy you about an hour or two. Fair enough. And then I say to the group, all right, people, we have like two hours. We can take a short rest if you like, but we have to keep moving eventually. Hey, hey, I have something for this. You sure do. Song I breast. definitely do. Yeah, Song of Rest! Well, you Go ahead and describe that. In Sylvan? Beginning at second level, you can use soothing music or orientation to help revitalize your wounded allies during short rest. If you or any friendly creatures who can hear your performance spend one or more hit dice to regain hit points at the end of the short rest, each of those creatures regains an extra 1d6 hit points. Okay. Uh, so what does this song of rest sound like? She's mostly just kind of humming under her breath. So it's not necessarily a defined noise that you can hear, but it's there. It's not loud, but it's kind of haunting and it echoes funny in the enclosed space. All right. As you do begin humming, you see a few of the drow looking up towards you and some of them just putting their hands on their chin and just looking up and just enjoying the slight music that's coming from you. So you guys get two long rests because you get two hours. So you can add two extra D6s instead of one. Wait, two long rests or two short rests? Two short rests. Okay. Because each short rest is an hour. Okay. So you can add an extra two D6 and choose as many hit dice as you like. Is it two D6 plus the extra from Manya's Song of Healing? It's, it's 2d6 plus however many hit dice you would like to use to regain health. You get to choose how many. Is there like a max? You can use all of them if you'd like. Might be needed in my case. <laughs> Just know that once you use those hit dice, you won't get into What now? So if you use all of your hit dice, you can't, they don't like come back. You can't use hit dice again until after another long rest. Okay. You cut out a bunch, that's why. Sorry. Since we get two short rests, I'll probably just use two. Okay. And then we get an extra D6, right? 2D6. Extra 2D6, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So is there anything y'all would like to do during these two hours? Maybe try and see what's going on with Mimic Noise? Yeah, I guess. Magnuska's just gonna, like, I'm gonna poke at him. Not hard, but like, you know the little taps against the shoulder? 
He takes 1d50 of damage. Oh, oh god. My god. <laughs> what? He falls over, screaming and wailing. Unfortunate. Uh, no. He's, he, no, no real response. I mean, he blinks it. What's for? Mimic? Mimic noise? What? You good there, dude? Uh, no. Wait. No. No? You wanna talk about what happened? I was just force-fed. Uncountable children. Excuse me? Uncountable children. What the hell? I tried and failed miserably at trying to get them to send you guys to me. And they thought that I wanted to eat children. The hell? You see some of the drow kind of picking up one of their brows a bit and looking towards you, Mimic I'm sorry. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> they don't they don't speak regular common though. Bro. I'm I can be any race. I don't know if I if I can use excuse to speak any language. <laughs> Actually I was wondering about that. Is that like out of character is that a class feature? I feel like you should be able to speak every language. Brother, class feature, this is a homebrew character. We don't know. I should say what languages you speak on your character sheet. Yeah, but I, like never that's one of the things we never decided on. No, but like your domain as a cleric. But most people from the Fey Realm can speak Sylvan. Please don't tell me you were speaking Sylvan in front of the. Uh, I was drought. not. I was yeah. just speaking. He probably wasn't. I was. I was <laughs> Actually, I don't even think Mimignor speaks Sylvan because remember, I tried to speak it to him when we first met him. Well, that's oh when he was God. still trying to figure out his character. So yeah. <laughs> But there you go. Um, nah, it's lower now. Fuck off. Just, I mean... He speaks every language except for Sylvan. I speak every language, but I choose to ignore Sylvan. I'm I'm not <laughs> going to say that on a podcast. Let's continue. <laughs> uh, I mean, like I said, I, I, I have intentions of making this full relapse. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to bring out the mushroom bag. I'm gonna eat like I'm gonna eat five mushrooms at random. As you bring out the mushrooms, quite quite a few of the drow look over towards you, and they're just like looking up and down, look at the mush, looking at these different types of fungi. And some of them just kind of shake their head a bit. Then Idrum comes over and he he puts his hand on top of yours with like a worried face, pretty much saying, "Are you sure?" I'm just gonna, you know, we here in the human world give him the big old middle finger. You don't understand that. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, uh, Can I yoink the bag of mushrooms from him? You don't know what it is. Yeah, I've we've never seen the bag of mushrooms. Y'all don't know what the mushroom bag is. Actually, depending on what he pulls out, is it possible for me to identify what it is? More than likely not. You don't know too much when it comes to fungi, but you see that the drower 
very much trying to make him not eat the certain mushroom that is in his hand right now. I mean, make noise? Maybe we should put that one down. I don't like their concern. Well, I asked Ed, like, what is If you mean? are eating a mushroom, go ahead and roll a d6. Okay. Oh, God. I'm eating all... I said five at random. We're roll doing 5d6. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. All right, we got uh, one, three, oh, no. twos, and a four. Okay, so you got the worst one, three of the second worst one, and a not-so-bad one. <laughs> and you just see the drow oh, just, like, God. shaking their heads. And what did he just ingest? Did you eat them all, Magnus? I did. I ate them all. Make a constitution saving throw. Gotcha. Wait, does he have to make five? No, it's just the DC is extremely high. Oh, no. 12 and then con. What's my con? Give me one second. I got to pull this up. Where to go? Uh, con. Okay, so I got a 15. Okay. You eat all the mushrooms. You're just kind of sitting there for a little bit. Twitting your thumbs. Tapping your feet on the ground. Doing my thing. And as you're tapping your feet on the ground, you begin to not feel your feet. Epic. And then every time you do tap your feet, you feel as if there's a rhythmic, like, beat going. And you look around the cave, and it's starting to morph around, like, how the daughter was moving the stone around. It looks like she's doing it again, but it's closing in on you and then pulling away. And you guys just see mimic noise just, poof, to the ground. Incapacitated. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm taking those from him. And the drow just shake their head. Taking what from me? You're catatonic now. You can't stop me. I grabbed the bag of mushrooms. You don't know what it is! I literally just saw you pull yeah, mushrooms out of you the bag. Oh, from the I'm taking that. that shit. That's one of my... Oh. I would say that he probably put it back into his bag of yeah, holding after and just... doing that shit. You know what's taking my bag of mushrooms. To be fair, I did say I was yoinking it from him as soon as, you know, he pulled it out. And to be fair, I saw I'm sure mushrooms. he wouldn't let you. So I'm sure he just kind of went out, poof, and then put the thing have into his bag. Trying to steal the damn mushrooms. Mode. You cannot get the mushroom sticks. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> but Mimic Noise is now laying there on the ground, just everyone chuckling to himself. And maybe uh, crying. Sorry, Kay, it looks like you're carrying him again. Are you being serious right now? I look. I tried to stop him, but just some force wouldn't let me do it. I look over and see him uh, incapacitated. I just let out a heavy sigh. <laughs> uh, Onyx then, will... Oh, what's that? Oh, Onyx. Uh, Onyx will just have K on the shoulder. Uh, I could always carry him if you need me to. Um, if if you think you can, that would be great. Uh, yeah, we could always just take shifts carrying him around. Milk noise is not very heavy. Oh, I was just going to turn into an ape. You could do that too if you wanted to. Yes, I would love to split the load as it were. Do you turn into an ape, Onyx? Yeah, I'll turn into the pink ape. Okay. Are we heading out? You see um, the daughter look over towards you as you transform into this animal. None of the drow are really too stunned by this, but you see that she has maybe some interest towards this. And she kind of looks at you and moves around you a bit, looking you up and down. 
and she turns into a pink ape. Oh? She gives just, you a wave. I'll just wave back at her. She I gives figure. you a nod. And you see there's like a bit of a smile on her face. And she goes back into a regular form and pushes the uh, stone in front of you back out into the cavern. Uh, I did want to talk to Hiss during the rest. Also. Of course. Yep. Uh, he just goes <laughs> over to uh, Hiss um, and kind of uh, sits down next to him, I guess, or just stands next to him, whatever. Uh, and he, uh, he just says, um, about, you know, earlier. Um, yes. I I'm sorry about that. Really, I'm... I, I want to say it wasn't me, you know, but in a way it was. Um, that's kind of... I said I didn't want to come down here because bad things keep happening whenever we chase after Licton, but the truth is the bad things are me. And, um... It's a little ironic that you are worried about me striking you, when in fact you struck me. Yeah. But it's alright. There are plenty of risks and worse things down here. Let's just recover and move on. He just uh, nods and uh, leaves him alone. Alright. Well, she opens up the stone wall. And Edrum, he walks out first and looks both ways, looking up and down a bit. And he gives you a hand gesture to follow. You guys make your way out, and she, you see she pushes it back together. And then y'all start making your way deeper into the cavern. I need someone to go ahead and roll a d20 for me. Or sorry, a d12. D12. Which one's that one? Four. Okay. Four. Uh, roll another d12. Fuck. Six. Six. Roll another d <laughs> Okay, I'm switching to the hand dice for this yeah. one. We've gotten oh, both of those well, out. This is, oh, this fuck, is, I got no, a no, one. No, no, it's, it's that we've already... I've switched them around, but oh. it's deciding what's going to happen. <laughs> well, I got a one. A one. Uh... Hand dice is not the way to go anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. If we thought purple worms were bad. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, traveling through and making your way past where it seems mimic noise captured. Uh, this takes the better part of maybe five hours or so just to get to this intersection once more. You'll start going deeper down into the cave. And you're met with a few pathways, but Edrum seems he knows exactly where he's going. And you eventually find this part 
where there's a gem hanging out of the wall. A yellow gem, similar to the one that you saw inside the castle. And going down a little bit more, you see another gem of blue, another of red, another of green, of all different colors, just lining the walls all over. It's quite beautiful. As you, like, maybe shine a light for a second, it glistens off one and bounces to the other. anything I would like to do? Now get close to them damn crystals if they're the same as the ones before. I would like to cast Detect Magic. Okay. You cast well, Detect not... Magic? Okay. Yeah, of natural ability. Okay. As you cast Detect Magic, you see as one of the green gems kind of like, like brightens up for a second and the spell dissipates. You're not able to detect anything but except for that green gem taking that magic away. And as soon as it takes your magic away, it grows dull into a gray color. <clears throat> detect magic again. Once more, you cast it. You get the poof for a second. But another green gem sucks up that spell turns to a gray dust color. Again. Again? Again. Another green gem sucks up your magic. Again. Another green gem. Make sure you're marking down your spell slots there, buddy. I can do this at will, fucker. (laughs) I'm letting you know every time you do cast it, which is going to be five times if you keep casting it, the green gems are sucking up that spell and then turning to a gray dusk, a different gem each time. Okay. So I say a lot, the green ones, they absorb magic or dispel magic. Through several trials, it's only the green ones that do this. You can test other spells if you'd like. Hmm. Wouldn't it just be to te- testing other rocks? If you would like. Or you can just keep walking. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing this in walking. Yeah, of course. I'm just saying you can keep on testing stuff or you can keep going. It's up to you. Or you can try and take gems out, whatever you want. Yeah. You see that uh, Edrum, as you guys are walking, he... He stops for a second. He sees one of the gems in the wall. It's a red one, and he pulls it out. He just looks for it a second, and then he stuffs it into his tattered robes. Detect magic on the one he pulled out. Another green gem. Sucks in that magic. And that spell slot's gone. You know That's what? Six spell slots, by the way. That's not a spell slot. It doesn't take a spell slot. Detect magic? Oh, yeah, I was able to cast this, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. An invocation, okay. bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can I? I mean, it just can takes I, it away. Uh, firstly, could I have casted um, find familiar during the rest? Yeah. Okay. And also, uh, seeing Fix uh, test out these these gems by casting magic, um, mm-hmm. I want to try and cast uh, minor illusion to see if uh, it also absorbs cantrips. 
Uh, you cast. What do you make? Um, I make. Um, I don't know. I just make like a a dog running. Okay. Um, the dog. It comes, you know, it comes alive. It's there, and it runs around. Seem cantrips aren't really too affected. It seems it's just the higher level spells that are affected by that. Whoa. Ain't that a bitch. <laughs> Indeed. Is there anything else you would like to test? Let's see. You see the uh, daughter, she plucks out a uh, blue gem. Takes her a second, but Idrim comes over and helps her out. She looks at it for a second, and she throws it to you, Onyx. Do you decide to catch it? Onyx? I'm going to set Mimic down, Mimic Noise down, as like I'm assuming we're stopped here looking at these gems. And then you guys I'll are slowly walking. Okay, I'll set Mimic Noise down and then catch it. Okay. You see this? Nice. About maybe a little bit bigger than a quarter-sized gem in your hand. Do I recognize it? Make a history check. And you see that she is, like, staring at you after you've got it. Alarming. History, history, history. Should be intelligence. Natural 20. Okay. You do know what this gym is. It's more oh. of you remember what this gym is. You remember seeing this specific gym, a retrified blue topaz in the caves of where you grew up. Is it like exactly like a one-to-one -one copy to like something that would be found in that cave? Exactly. And you know that these gems are, when crushed, they make some kind of, they make a good bit of water, like maybe 10 gallons or so. Oh. I'll just, I'll look at her and like, I'll try to like do hand signs of like smash and then water comes out of it. She gives you a nod and smiles a bit. She looks up towards Idrim and she, he just puts his hand on her head. She's. She's not too young. She might be like in her teenish years, like maybe 14 or 15. She seems very knowledgeable about magic. Certain well, magic. You gotta think oh. about it. Elves, when they're in their teen years, are like, what, 50-something? Yeah, they're, they're still pretty old, but she looks like she's still growing. That is. I'll walk up to her, and I'm gonna take out my staff. By this point, I would have already, like, turned back into my actual form. Mm-hmm. I'm going to summon my... I guess it, it would be considered a familiar, correct? Mm-hmm. And I'll let her... Like, I'll offer for her to hold it. All right. You try to summon your familiar, and a green gem whoop, sucks it up. And the spell dissipates. I'm going to look at that gem, the gem that absorbed the magic. Do I recognize that? Going with your history check, you don't recognize this one. 
I've never seen this type of gym before, especially one that's capable of sucking up magic. Hmm. So, my question is, how many more green gems are left? Uh, it's like these gems are all around this cave. I mean, there's <laughs> there's a lot. I want to take a grade out one, and then I want to see if I can get one that it hasn't been used yet. It's easy enough to do. You can chip it away a little bit, and you pluck out this gray one, and you look inside of it a bit, and you see like a little bit of like a black smoke on the inside. Oh, the other one is still just a glistening green gem of some kind. Like, useful? Let's see. And if there is no effect when taking that one out, I will take out some more green ones. Okay. Uh, roll a d6 for me. Bet. See how many you get. Go to rolls. Two. So you get in total three green gems. All right. All right. I placed them in my regular satchel so they don't dispel my bag of holding. Okay. Would you like to do anything else? Uh, what about the orange ones? The orange ones? Yes. They are orange gems. Can I identify it? You're going to cast identify? Can I do a history check to see if I might know what it is? <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. Do I have anything to my history? We are really fixated on these gems. Mm -hmm. And only one of us is a bird. We yep. is an interesting word. Yeah. I was using the royal we. Funny how that works. We are all high on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that, that effect has still not gone away even after excellent how many hours will he be out like you don't know <laughs> I rolled a certain die and we'll find out later alright guys uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start making a mimic <laughs> noise seems to be dead I don't Kinda. think he's quite dead but yeah mimic noise for a little bit that you can't see everyone Right now, you want to throw up because it's just too many colors. See, oh my god! I, I mean, Misty isn't trying to collect all the gems, unlike someone else in our party. I got a seventeen on that history check. You bet your ass! If I was sober, I'd be I'd be right there beside him. <laughs> you don't get to you don't get to make right. that comment. You don't know what this gem may do, but you know it's some kind of garnet. I'm going to take some garnet. Okay. And just pluck it out. Uh, roll a d6. This is garnet. Back together. Uh -huh. I'm going down at the hands of the Lexi. That song's copyrighted. Go ahead and roll a d6. It, oh yeah, because it's still. Uh huh.
Oh, six. Yeah. You get six garnet. You have no idea what they do. Okay. So three. What are those? What were those emeralds? Three emeralds. Yeah, they seem to be some type of emerald. Her. Okay, so three emeralds. You don't know their worth or anything like that, but... Three dispelling emeralds. And three unknown yeah. garnet. Okay. Would you like to continue down the passageway? Or do you like to collect any more gems? In touch and shit you don't know about. Okay. You don't know you do lesson. see a few of the drow, it seems. It seems they are plucking a few gems here and there. Uh, Ikea just sees um, Onyx revert to his normal form, and he, uh, he goes over to Mimic Noise. Uh, can I check if he's, like, can I medicine check him to see, like, make sure he's good. He's just, like, yeah. unconscious. Yeah, make a medicine check. Uh, I got a three. <laughs> um, Maybe? You hope so. He's doing just fine. You you're like looking over him and he like touched like the shoulder or something and he just goes. <laughs> well, he's um alive at least I think. Well, okay. In my experience, he is, for the lack of a better word, tripping balls. Yeah, I he could probably can. gaze upon an elder's horror. Uh, instead of carrying him, can I just roll him along as I'm going? <laughs> yep, you sure can. Oh, uh, no. Mimic noise, throw up. Make a, make a constitution saving throw. A disadvantage. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> this, when I was making my character, this is what I... Oh, shit. It's acid. 16. Oh, boy. You don't throw up. But no, you feel no, no, no. a nat twenty. Okay, yeah, sixteen. Okay, you don't throw up, but you feel extremely nauseous. Dude, also, hiss. At this point, you're getting to the part of the cave that you haven't. You maybe explored maybe once or twice, and you know that where you are going currently is the underdark, the most mm. dangerous part. So. You don't know following these people are good or bad, but you know that you guys are kind of going into the bad part of this massive cave system. Let's see. I will convey that to the party, that we are heading to a place I've never seen before. Or not as familiar. You'll get this information. I don't know. That's for the drow to tell us. This was the aim, was it not? Correct. But that doesn't mean I know what goes on down there. Hey, we're here to seek knowledge. Isn't that right, Hiss? Correct. Well then, forward. Worry me sometimes. Onward to glory. Fucking <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> die. Silenced immediately. <laughs> All right. So, 
going past the gems, they eventually uh, they become less and less until there's no more. And a few more hours pass, and you guys grow quite tired again. Um, y'all tell, I'm guessing y'all tell the drow. What uh, did their fucking stamina? Yeah, they don't look they terrible. They, I mean, they look terrible. <laughs> I mean, it seems they have been treated extremely poorly, but it seems they are also extremely eager to arrive somewhere. Can I roll a medicine to see what their health level looks like? Um, You can roll a medicine check to see how... If they're exhausted. Yeah. Or how exhausted? Yeah. Oof. Okay. So we got a five plus. Well, you do know seven. You do know that elves specifically, they don't exactly need to sleep that walking very slowly, which they have been at certain parts, counts towards a rest for them, if that makes sense. You guys are not really running or going at a quick pace, so they're just, they're taking everything slow, and it also seems like they're not as much affected as you guys. But they still all seem exhausted. Okay. So... After realizing this fix says, oh, shit, I forgot. Elves don't need to sleep. Need to what? They don't, they don't need to sleep. They could just walk at a very slow pace and get rest like that. Honestly, that's, that's hell of an endurance. But yeah, so. And they're very motivated. We cannot keep that kind of beast. Would you like yeah. to take another rest? Yeah, I'll I'll tell him. Ed, Edrin, can we Edrin. take another? Edrin, can we take another hour's rest? Uh, you're at a section now where if you'd like to take a longer rest, that is okay. That would be preferable. Thank you. All right group we can now take a long rest onyx would you like to set up your invisibility thing yeah okay 10 minutes go by and uh edrum he offers to keep watch uh would anyone else like to stay up for a watch i'll stay up for a watch okay no uh, can i <laughs> can i have ilka uh stay up for some watches too while I'm sleeping. I believe you can do that. Yeah, See. you can just give her a command. So, How long does familiar last? Uh, it lasts until I dispel it. Is it concentration? Nope. Okay, then yeah. You can just order her to keep watch. So, Onyx, go ahead and make a perception check. Uh, 18. 18. Uh, you see Edrum walking over to a few of the drow every now and then, and checking up on them. You see, they're not really sleeping. 
They're just sitting there. A few have closed their eyes and seem to be in some sort of meditation state. But you see that um, Edrum's just sitting close to his daughter and just looking out towards the cavern every once in a while. Is um is his daughter awake? She is awake. Seems she's just leaning up against her father. I'm just gonna summon the familiar and have it like roam around the cavern with a like just roam around. Let it stretch its legs. At first they kinda like pull back a bit, especially by the side of it. Um But you see like she kinda like then leans in a bit with some interest. Kind of just smiles a bit and looks up towards you and she points down to it and then towards you. I'll just nod slightly, letting her know that it is mine. She also looks towards your right a bit, towards your staff. And she kind of looks confused about it. Uh, I'll move, I'll, I'll like move a little bit closer towards her, just kind of sitting in the general vicinity of her. And I'll try to point to the staff and try to convey through, like, sign language that it was my father's. Make a performance check. Lovely. Interpretive dance time. I'm I'm so good at performance, let me tell you. Uh Uh Your folks didn't speak any type of under anything? I... Onyx knows Common, Eric Hockeran, and Orin. Okay, never mind. Performance check, that is an 11. Okay. She's kind of confused. You see that? She's just kind of like, she's not really fully getting what you're trying to convey. But she's nodding a bit here and there. Eventually, after your watch is eventually over, she's able to get that it was your father's staff. And she just kind of like pats you on the hand a bit. Oh, okie doke. Well, my watch is up. I'm going to fuck sleep. You see, Edrum, he wakes up another, uh, a female adult drow, and you see that she comes out and starts to keep watch as he. Closes his eyes into some sort of meditation state. Who would like to go next? I can take the next. Take it. Okay, so two of you. Go ahead and make perception checks. Can I give him help instead? Yeah. I got a nat one. Oh, you're watching too? Oh, was I not supposed to? I will take, go, I will go back to sleep. I got okay. a nat one. No. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, are you giving me advantage? Yeah. Yeah, he's giving you advantage. Okay. I'll just roll 2d20 then. Ooh, good for that. That one is almost a nat one. Um, let's see. Plus six, so that is 24. Okay. Nothing really happens too much, but towards the end of your watch, you hear coming down deeper within this cave just a a moaning noise just it's not very loud but you just hear it for a second you see that the drow next to you she doesn't really pay much mind to it 
that's all that really happens during your watch. Final watch, unless y'all would like to talk about anything. Nope, he did. He's just reading his book. Yeah, I think that'll be it. Okay. Final watch, who would like to go? Is Mimic Noise awake? Um. Nope. Fuck. Alright, Oko will take the watch also. Okay. You won't get me fucking You'll sleep just... that way, dumb bitch. No, my owl will, not me. Ah. Yeah, she'll just so get both you, to whoever. You see the drow wakes up, uh, a man, and he gets up and he begins to watch. Go ahead and roll your perception check. I got a 10. Okay. I don't roll high, ever. What did uh, your owl Not good. roll? It was like a 5. Okay. Manya. Mm-hmm. You don't really notice much around you, but you do look over towards the drow, and you see that a bit of his somewhat of a covering is missing like a little slot, and you remember that Onyx had brought back a piece of cloth from one of the tunnels, and it looks like it almost it might fit that little hole there. That's all you really get from the watch. Is there anything I would like to do? Nope. I mean, Ilka's just uh, observing, like, tilting her head uh, at, at certain points, like, just observing the people around. Okay. Well, as your watch concludes, the long rest has been completed, so y'all get a long rest. And you see now that many of the drow look a lot healthier, way less exhausted, and maybe feeling a bit more perky. Edrum, he looks towards you, Thix, and he taps his head. Yes. We shall arrive to our destination within the next few hours. But once again, when I say to look away, I ask that you do so. Certainly. Thank you. All right. You guys walk out of the veil created by Onyx, and you continue your way down. You need someone to go ahead and roll a d12 for me. I'll do it. It shouldn't be me. Definitely not me. (laughs) D12. Five. I got a nine. Okay. A nine. I don't What's know that for? I don't I don't know what I don't know if it's good for high numbers or low numbers. You do see as you're walking around and you make it to a section where there's a few different pathways. Some going to the left, some straight ahead, some to your right. It seems to be a corpse of a fallen creature. It has what seems to be a large central open crevasse and then many bone-like tentacles coming away from it with what seems to be a rotted away mouth right underneath this open central spot i'm gonna keep my distance but i'm gonna i'm gonna examine it just to make sure it's like actually dead and not just like a trap 
judging by the bones that you see on it, and it seems to be very dead. Okay, now I'll move closer and just kind of examine its body. Okay. You see quite a few of the drow are keeping their distance a bit. Uh, Edrum not really caring too much for it. But go ahead and make a nature check to see what this might have been. Nature. Nature, nature, nature. Where is that? Okay, there it is. A 19. Okay. You know that this is definitely a creature. You don't exactly know what it was, but it was definitely a large monstrosity of some kind. And looking is... around it, you actually see a few shiny things sticking in and out. Or harvesting. All right, go ahead and make an investigation check. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Eight. You find, uh, roll 2d6 for me. 2d6, yes sir. Two fours. You get eight gold pieces. Big baller time. Six, go ahead and roll a history check for me. Okay. Uh, 18. At first you're just kind of looking at this creature, just trying to... But then you just get a thought in your head that you've heard of these creatures before and how extremely dangerous they are, and you're very surprised that that is dead, and it seems to be a beholder. Six's eyes will go fucking wide. Okay, uh, 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 do I see any ice stalks left around? Anything? It seems this thing has been pretty much cleaned, except for maybe a few, uh, bits of money here and there. Uh, can I do a history check to see if a beholder keeps a hoard? Yes, you can. All right, rolls. Let's see, that's an eight. Uh, you've heard of them having hordes, but you don't know for sure. You're just really more surprised that this thing was actually killed. And you're starting to wonder how it was killed. Six is gonna say, oh fuck. That's that is either a very good sign or a very bad sign. You see Edrum comes over and he just kinda looks at the beholder, the the dead beholder. Just gives it a kick. And you see his shoulders kinda raise up a bit like he was chuckling. Do you have history with this creature? What's that? Uh I'm asking Edrum, does he have history with this creature? I'm guessing you're asking at his head. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From a very long time ago. Do you know what killed it? Very much. 
Why? Does it interest you? Yes, they don't go down easily. It sure didn't. Um, when me and a few others arrived, um, it chased us away from its little home and eventually my wife now was able to slay it. The giant rock, and you see that there's a giant boulder laying on a few of the tentacles behind it. But that was a very long time ago. Well, you are a very lucky man. Sure. All things considered. You're almost there. Good to know. He begins to keep walking. <laughs> Eventually, you'll find that you have met a dead end of some kind. And he looks towards you, Thix, and he puts a hand over his eyes. Everyone, cover your eyes. You too, Thix? Yes, me as well. Alright. Does everyone cover their eyes? Yeah, I I tell someone to cover Mary Noise's eyes because I only have one arm. Yep, I do it. Okay. Wait, are your eyes out mimic noise? Because I thought they stick out of your mouth. Mimic noise at this point. This has been another two hours. He is still not awake. Oh my oh. god, he's just dead. He's, he's not out. dead, but you do see as time has gone on, he's become a little bit more movie, if that makes sense. Like he's starting to maybe get a little bit of control back. It, it might was, be yeah. it might be over soon. He was catatonic. <laughs> anyway. But yes, so I'm going to cover my eyes. Okay. So you all cover your eyes, not able to see anything. You hear a shift of a stone, and then the many shifts of other stones, like they're they're pushing back into the wall, slamming up against. You feel a little bit of dust and water come down the top of you and then you feel a slight tap on your shoulder thicks and he gestures you into this very dark cavern like it's mm. weird you're not really able to see it see through it too well even with devil sight yeah it's very very dark Is it magical darkness? A type of magical darkness. Mm. And he taps the shoulders of all of you. He's kind of gesturing you in. Just going with the flow, man. Yeah. I want to cast detect magic on the on the walls. Our DM has muted himself. Sorry. What type of magic would this be? One second. Uh... One second. I'm trying to see what type of mag magic this would be. 
Well, while you're searching, I guess it's time to talk about those gas prices, am oh, I right? Man. They are going up! Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 335 over here. My god, why? I mean, they are trying to pass a new... What is it? Petrol drilling project okay, in Alaska? So, so uh, this is type of aberration. And it seems to be a type of magical force that's almost like protective and hiding in a way. Wait, aberration or abjuration? Abjuration. Okay. It seems that it's just a type of spell that might block out any kind of supernatural of any kind. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. But he just, he's kind of like waving y'all in. You see a few of the drow walk through. Oh, that's comforting. We're just gonna watch and walk into the pitch. They went before we did, so it's all good. Yeah, that's sure. not what constitutes all good, but okay. I mean, it doesn't look dangerous. Hiss, you're very interested to go in here. You've never seen this before. Dead end in the. I say we check it out. I second that. Okay. Hold up my arm. Shall we hiss? Absolutely. <laughs> begin to skip down into the dark. Hell the yeah! <laughs> that is not a team up there I wanted to see, but all right. Okay. Thinks looks back at you and flashes his eyes black. All of you there is some you can scare me, bitch. I wasn't meant to scare you. Onyx is just gonna slowly walk through the hole and take out the ring that he got like 18 sessions ago. I guess I'm the ring bearer. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk in. Walk in. On this way, Frodo. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Yeah, I walk okay. in, I roll Mimic Noise through. <laughs> Alright. As you guys go through this darkness, first, you can't see anything. But you begin to smell what seems to be like some kind of moldy smell. Would you say that we smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> Close. <laughs> no one knows that, but anyways... You begin to smell like a moldy smell, and you feel as if it's growing a bit humid. You feel like a bit of your armor is beginning to feel... And eventually the darkness fades away. And you see before you... Giant mushrooms. Growing out, and it seems you've reached like a... very Somewhat of an open area, and you see giant mushrooms growing. And smaller ones around it. And you see drow located around these mushrooms, plucking off and putting them into little bags and a few tents located here and there. And then one massive tent located farther down. And it's lit up by these, some kind of glowing mushrooms hanged on the side of the wall, the ceiling. And you see just quite a few drow just picking from the mushrooms and collecting them. You see a few younger elves running around, happily. And the drows that have just returned are seen to running to some of these children and hugging them and others to these other tents. And they seem happy. Huh. See, Edrim, he looks towards you all. 
He, he gives you a nod and gestures for you to follow him a little bit more. Just kind of keep following. Hmm. Now, DM, this may seem like a weird question, but do the mushrooms have intelligence or do they have thought? Would you like to cast detect thoughts? Yes. You cast detect thoughts. And when it comes to fungi and mushrooms, they do actually have a some somewhat of a brainwave that makes sense. But it's not like they are fully living beings, if that makes sense as well. I thought these were the... Uh, mm, that might be metagaming. <laughs> mushrooms have some sense of intelligence well, I know enough to make them actual humanoids okay I know mushrooms have hive minds regular mushrooms have that so guess not never mind these aren't the type of mushrooms I was thinking of as you guys are walking through mimic noise as the last hour goes away you come back to consciousness consciousness no but you don't fully know if you're back because you are now seeing giant mushrooms coming from the ground and ceiling and other mushrooms hanging around them and these tall people with these pointy ears picking from them looking towards you i'm just gonna close my eyes and act <laughs> like i'm going back to sleep okay just another just another wave just another wave <laughs> it'll pass soon you guys follow Edrum, and eventually he leads you to this quite large tent, almost like a wedding tent, if that makes sense. And you see as he arrives, uh, his daughter runs off into the tent, and eventually you see a nicer-looking drow woman standing up. She seems to be, like, covering her mouth a bit, and then she runs to hug this small... The, uh, the small daughter and she looks up towards Edrum you see tears begin to run down her eyes a bit and Edrum, Edrum comes running over and hugs all three of them you see another uh, not too much older than Edrum's daughter comes over and hugs once more and you see that he's extremely happy kissing the heads of what seems to be probably his family and he looks over to you all and gives you all a and you hear, uh, for the ones that do understand Sylvan, the woman speaking, I'm so glad you're back. We've been waiting for so long. Huh. Uh, oh my goodness. And then she looks up towards you all. Edrum, um, who are these people? Edrum points towards his face and opens up his mouth. And she goes, Oh no. Here, come here. And you see she puts her hand up to his face. And just a small green glow begins to come off. And you see like from the clothes that she is wearing, it seems to me made of this type of fungi. And it kind of wraps around him a bit. And it's a little gross, but you begin to see his tongue reform. Like he's growing his tongue back, a limb back. And he also does it to her daughter. And you see that her tongue is able to come back. 
She goes, oh, that's all I can do for the day, but you're all good now. And you hear Edrim finally speak. Thank you. Uh, Tomorrow, let's get to helping the ones that have returned, getting them fixed up. She goes, of course, of course. But um, these people, uh, who are they? These are the people that have helped freed us and was able to bring back Luisha. That's good. That's good. Um, hello, she says in Sylvan to you all. See, don't know what she said. <laughs> Things goes up and bows. Hello, my dear lady. Sorry to come in at such joyous and dire times, but uh, this is my party of adventurers here, and I am one of them. Okay. Do you, do you understand any other languages? Like, you got others. Um, I think two others know Sylvan and one knows Undercommon, if I remember correctly. She speaks in common. Is this better? Oh, yes. Okay, great. Hello, my name is, uh, Ikisha. Nice to meet you all. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the village of the Banished Elves. That's an interesting name. Um, it is. Banished from where? Let's get to know each other a bit more before we start telling everything about each other. How close am I to this poor woman? I mean, you guys are about maybe 25 feet. Thix is about 20 feet. Oh, God. I wish to make a character decision. No. Oh, okay. No. I don't want to throw up on her feet. No. We're, I'm not letting you get that close. You'd have to How pass you me. Know? You you don't know where You'd I have... am. I'm laying down. <laughs> Surprise attack. I know that Ikea has you. Pocket sand. I want to pocket no. sand the fuck out of her feet with barf. Fuck no. that. So you barf out. Just blah. And it falls down to her feet. She goes, oh. Oh. He's not doing well, but that was his own decision. Is that your we... pet? Oh, man. You could say something like that. Is that a mimic? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Albeit sentient, which is interesting and strange in itself, but... Are yes. we calling him sentient right now? Because he's oh. making the dumbest decisions. Uh, that's nice. Well... Um... I, I would ask that make him not do whatever he just did to us, please. Yep, that's... We don't like it either. Why? Okay. Like Ikea, um, you're babysitting. Ikea, uh, as you like look over to talk to him, uh, you see that he uh, has like started to walk out of the tent. Oh, where is he gone? Oh, no. Okay. Um, here. For now, just chill out for a bit and make sure he doesn't throw up on anything. We'll prepare some food. And then we shall talk. Thank you. Okay. 
Would you like to just chill out or maybe explore around a bit? Uh, see, I would like to explore, you know, kind of see if I can identify these gems now. Okay. And, uh, you know, okay. try and test out some shit with the mushrooms. Okay. okay. Um, this is a very small camp, it seems to be. Uh, it's not, it's really not that large. It's, uh, what's a good way to explain it? Imagine um, you're just at somewhat of a festival, if that makes sense. Or you're, yeah, just at some kind of festival and there's like little pots. It's not very large. You can see from one end to the other. But the mushrooms align most of these tents. You had a question, Onyx? Uh, like, we're in like a cavern type area, yes? Yeah. How tall is the ceiling? It's about maybe 50 feet or so. I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna go see if there's anything that could be of value on the ceiling. Okay, you fly up, just... <laughs> and you see men of the drow look up towards you. Some a bit scared, others a bit amazed. And you do see as you grow closer towards the ceiling, uh, the same mushrooms that grow on the ground grow from the ceilings. As you arrive up there, you see a few drow actually hanging from what seems to be some kind of swings, and they're plucking off different parts of the mushrooms. I'm gonna kind of be careful not to get near them to not like accidentally push anybody off, just from like air pressure and stuff. But I'm just gonna like, is there any? mushroom tree that isn't being picked off of yeah there's there's many many mushrooms and you find one that's not really being messed with at the time i'm gonna look and see like what parts they're like taking off and try to copy what they're doing to harvest it mm -hmm. just to have some okay make a, a perception check perception so 14 plus Eight. So, 22. Okay. You're doing a lot of typing, boy. Don't worry about it. Uh, I kind of want to. <laughs> so, you're able to tell that they are plucking off these little spores located at the top, or really since it's upside down the bottom. And they seem to be almost puffy-like. And as you, like, slightly squeeze it, you see, like, a few spores kind of fly off for a second. But nothing really happens to your body. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna, like... I don't want to say, like, help collect these spores, but, like, because, like, I don't know what I'm really doing, but I'm gonna try and help collect some. Okay. Make a survival check. Survival. With that... What is that? I can't... These gray dice, it's so hard to see the numbers. <laughs> okay, it's a 12. So, 17 total. 17 total. Um, You're able to collect. Some are a bit rough, but you're able to collect, like, these small, like, little handful of what seems to be, like, condensed spores. And you see a few of the, uh, the drow, it seems they're actually eating this. They're putting it into their mouth. I'm gonna try one. Okay. And put one in your mouth and as soon as you do it's a bit chalky if that makes sense 
but you see that it has a nice salty and it doesn't seem to harm you in any way. Not too shabby. Um, after collecting them, I'll just fly back down and go back with it where the others are. I'm assuming still in the tent with Edrim and his wife. So, Thix, you were trying to identify some of the gems? Yes. Okay. What level is identify? Specifically the garnet. And I have to look. I think it's second level, but let me check. It's first level. First level. Okay. So you want to do the garnet? Yes. And you do not have the green gem out? No. Okay. As you cast identify on the orange garnet, it seems that this gem is used to maybe power up different types of spells. Like it could add a little bit of oomph to it, if that makes sense. And it seems when you use it, it completely crumbles away once it is used. You don't know what type of spell it umps up, but you know that it is specifically certain types of magic that it umps up. But you're casting Identify, so you would know. Never mind. You know that if you were to use this stone, it would umph up healing magic. Ump up enough to where you would actually get the max roll that you could get for a healing spell. Mm-hmm. They can be extremely useful. Do what? You have one charge of them. Yeah. Over the psychic link, I'm going to be like, Onyx, come here. I got something for you. Mm, present. And at that time, I'm assuming that would be the time where Onyx comes into the tent. Mm-hmm. Here. You see these garnet... Uh, they'll they'll oh. boost your they'll boost your healing magic to a higher degree, but they're only one time use. How many do you give him? Let's see. I give him. Let's see. We'll do. I give him like three, so half. Okay. He <laughs> he. Okay. Would you like to identify some of the other gems? I believe you got a you got green ones and what else was it just that? Uh, we got in total we got the dispelling emeralds, we got the six garnets, and then we have the topaz. But I think that's it, unless okay. there was some other ones the drow got that they showed us. But other than that, no. you do see a few of the gems. They seem to be laid out on a table. A specific table where there's like many gems in this large tent. Would you like to try and identify some of them? Yes. Okay. You don't see any green gems present unless you would like to pull out some of your own. No. Well, can I take out one of the ones that are already, that has already been spent, like one of the gray ones? Mm-hmm. I want to see if they can be reused if possible or recharged or hold anything else. You pull out the gray one and you see with identify that it hasn't exactly expended the first level spell slot if that makes sense but it's trapped it inside of it how to get it out how to use it even with identify it's not exactly there might not be a way if that makes sense i mean there's not really a way to extract that first level spell magic out of it it's just there 
Okay, so what if I activate my item, which is the lens that I got from Nixie? Does that it's, tell me anything different? It still casts Identify, and there's, like I said, there's not really a way to get out of it. There's no possible way. So it's just there. It's okay. just trapped inside of it. All right. So what about the other ones on the table? So you know that the red one, it seems to amplify some type of fire magic. The blue ones create a large source of water. The yellow ones give off some sort of light. And see, they do have one other gem to be a diamond worth around 300 and another worth 500 gold. Mm-hmm. You see a f- few tools here and there. It seems it might be like a jeweler's kit of some kind. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what Thix wants to do is well. He's been wanting to do this for a while, but he wants to take off his armor and the high elf insignia that's on the elven armor, he wants to replace with his patron's uh, symbol. Okay, do you do this hidden or you just kind of do it out in the air? Um, well, I kind of doubt that anyone would recognize it, but I will do this hidden. Okay. You're able to find like a corner in the tent and you're able to so, just so you know, the on this chainmail, it seems that the chains that embroider this mark are, and you have, you still have it. They are magically embound to this. Okay. So. Hmm. Can I commune with my patron in a way to? see if I can use the magic he's granted me to overtake the magic of this armor. Um, I'm a little confused on what you're trying to ask. So, basically, I want to... Okay, I want to be it so, like, his magic is empowering the armor instead of the elven magic. I would kind of count this as, like, enchanting... Which you don't really know how to do. Because this is... It's a magical chess piece, you know, technically. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to get, like, him to do it, in a way. Mm, Make a religion check. Okay. Uh... Let's see... Uh, alright. Let's see what I add to that. All right, people. I could either die or get really lucky. Let's see what happens. Uh, 13. Okay. Begin to sit down and close your eyes a bit to try and focus. Maybe try and come in contact with the patron. And you begin to feel the slight static go over your body, the numb 
and all you hear is just that static ringing throughout your ears. You try to speak out. And you get a few words in, just like, help, armor, but it's just the static is overwhelming. And you feel a bit of a response. It's a bit aggressive, a bit of anger, and you're pretty much able to convey that they don't think their type, they don't think that they their time should be on as measly as this. Yeah. But it, you do feel a bit of pride in yourself that you're but you weren't able to do that before. Good to know, good to know. Let's see. Well, that's something. Um, okay, so with my identifier still up, I would like to see if I can use the residuum in the armor with the jeweler's kit, almost as a way to like either bolster the energy of the magic or... Okay. I will say you're kind of diving into enchanting, which once again, you don't know how to do. So you, you don't have the, you don't have the ability to do this. You can put the residuum into the armor in a decorative way, but it wouldn't have any way to empower it of any kind. That's a feature for wizards and the higher level wizards that is and artificers. Hmm. I have a wizard. A wizard that would not be. He ain't high enough for it. Yeah, that, I can that's probably very ask, high level stuff. I can probably ask Nixie about it, but yeah, that's hmm. maybe, maybe not Nixie, but another member of the Tombstone that's related to Manya. That's right. I have oh yeah, he has parents. The greatest <laughs> magic user of all time, Mimic Noise. Yep, bring him in. Yep. Mimic noise coming too. Is there anything you would like to do? Excellent. My turn to do no! things. Rotten things, ahoy. Um let's see here. What kind what kinds of mischief can I do with a hangover? Well, you could explore. You could try and talk to some of the people. I thought you were about to tell me to explode and I was gonna get concerned. Um No. Let's see here. Uh well I do want to mention the Part of uh, being a mimic is uh, with the amount of eating I mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm growing up. I'm becoming a big. Um, so I'm just gonna just gonna you know focus on retaining my body, considering I'm now the size of an adult baboon. Uh, let's see here. I wanna uh, I wanna look around. Any any like dark corner? Okay. Are there any dark corners around this biatch? You do see that the uh, ceiling curves down into like very smaller sections towards the side of this. All right, all right. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna sit in the corner in my little in my little uh, mimic form, just being me. All right. We're able to hide behind a a few mushrooms. I, I need a little bit of relaxation. Okay. And that'll be me. So, 
Is there anything else y'all would like to do? Piss, Manya, Ikeo? Uh, Ikeo? No, I'm still in recovery phase. <laughs> okay. Uh, after he had walked out of the tent, he would have um, gone like somewhere, uh, like probably towards like the outskirts of the village, I guess, and just like he's sitting down. Uh, Ilka's like standing on his head, and uh, to any outside observers, it looks like he's talking to himself. But okay, that's it. You do see as you're passing by, there are several groups here and there located underneath, doing the exact same thing that you do sometimes and meditate. He just walks past him. Okay. Well, as time goes on, eventually you all are summoned. It takes takes a minute to find Mimic Noise, and you guys are summoned to have dinner. Everyone join? No. No? Okay. Yeah, I'll join. Okay. Mimic Noise, are you joining? I will not be joining. Okay. Well, for the few of you that do join... You guys are brought to a table with not the finest cutlery, but they're made of wood and stone, and they work. (laughs) Uh, Many different types of fungi is placed in front of you. Some of you are very discerned to eat it, but you see that many of the drow are beginning to eat. And at this table, you see Edrum, uh, you see his wife, you see what seems to be his daughter's. And they are all looking towards you all, giving a bow towards you all, and then beginning to eat. You hear Edrum speak up. Once again, I thank you all for coming back and bringing us back to here. If you have any questions, now would be the time. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I clear a little spot and I bring out my map and I'm like, can you please help me, uh... Oh, God. Map out the locations that you're aware of. Um... As long as you keep this place off your map, then I am okay helping. Sounds good to me. Okay. He begins to pointing to different sections, specifically to the darked-out sections of your map. Pretty much saying, this place is bad. Do not go here. It is extremely dangerous. Very bad. (laughs) But he shows you a few different cavern ways that you didn't know of. And it's quite interesting. You find it very helpful. Would you be able to update our map for that? Yeah, I'll give you guys a map next session. Good, good, good just going to make small talk with just the people around. Uh, you notice, uh, Manya, the two daughters, they're trying to understand what you're saying, but it seems they don't speak common too well. I would try Sylvan instead. Okay. Is there anything you'd like to say? Um... How long have you lived in the uh, this this particular cavern? Well, um, I was born here, and so was my sister. Yeah. Um, but mother and father, they came from a different place, not from here. By the way, I am Elizabeth, uh, 
eldest of all my siblings, and this is Lucia. And Lucia was the one that was traveling with y'all before. She goes, hello. Hello, dear. Hello. Eldest of all your siblings? Yes, I'm the one who was born first. I think that's the way that everyone describes it. Yes, I just have only met Lucia here and you. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I have a brother, but we haven't seen him in a very long time. Where did he go, if you don't mind me asking? Um, mother and father don't really like to talk about it. He was the middle child of us three. He kind of went mad and cursed that mother and father and ran away and we never saw him. That's all we really know. Sorry to bring up such memories. Felucia speaks up. It's okay. I mean, I miss my big brother, but I'm sure he's fine. He's very strong. Yeah? He taught me a lot of things I know. Taught by our mother, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's your name? Manya. Hi, Manya. I'm Lucia. Your mother is very good at healing. Is mm -hmm. that... She's like a like a person who's really good with her environment and stuff. Hmm. That's what I'm trying to do as well. Yeah? Is it tough? Oh, it's real tough. You have to work with stone and and, and fungus and stuff like that. I bet. Mm-hmm. My mom could tell you more. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know a whole lot. I just know how to, like, become different animals and stuff like that. It's pretty it's cool. By the way, she kind of, like, leans down a bit. What's the name of your your bird friend? Bird friend? Yeah, the, the guy with the, the cool feathers. That would be Onyx. Ooh, that's a pretty name. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I like, I like Onyx. Is he seeing anyone? <laughs> I don't think so, but we are, um... We are traveling at the moment, so I'm not quite... Well, I'm, I'm 55 years old, so, you know, if he's wondering about how young I am, 55, so... Yeah? Just, just let him know, okay? <laughs> Will do. Can I hear this? <laughs> They're they're off another side. I mean, you probably can if you're listening. <laughs> Let the girls have their chatter. Yeah, but things is gonna snicker a bit. Edrum <laughs> looks to you all. So, do you have questions, or may I ask you questions? Hmm. I have a few, but it's probably the best if we go back and forth. So, okay. first one being. Why, or mm, I guess the why isn't important. How long ago were you banished to this place? That's well, right at the gate. We were sent here by some very s smug. 
As you see, we are a bit darker than normal. We are... <laughs> we are different. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And many of our kind like to keep a high profile of that sense and disformities and different people are not welcomed where we're from so we were sent here through some kind of portal or hole and this is where we are now hmm. let me guess and correct me if i'm wrong it has to do with in fixed points the high elf symbol on his armor and you see a very dis distasteful face. Yes, that. Don't worry, I don't work for them. I just snagged this armor off of a corpse. But uh, I don't think we should talk about I... corpse sleeping at the table. Oh, when it comes to these guys, yes, you should. But um, <laughs> we are from the Fey Realm. Hey. We were sent here, and we, even though we were banished and mistreated, we tried to. Keep a community going. Oh, well, you're from the Feywild. As you can guess, I point to my horns. You know, so uh -huh. it makes us kindred in a way, but wasn't quite bad. I believe that we're all connected and probably somehow we are. Now, I see that some of you are also from the nodding his head a bit. Why exactly are you here? Were you also banished by the High Elves? Mm, nothing of the sorts. The uh, the Elves don't really have much of a say over the Seder Courts, but um, not yet at least. They're trying. Well, I heard from uh, Ikithon that who just arrived here maybe, I don't know, a few months ago that the High Elves have been Causing much conflict within the Feyrum. That does worry me. My people were never really fighters, but... Yeah, they said the High Elves have begun to spread their nation by any means necessary. Uh, First it came the, uh, the Druids in the uh, Stone Mountains. So they took over there and then spread beyond that. So, he looks over towards you, Onyx. Uh, what is your name, sir? Uh, Onyx uh, kind of stopped eating once he mentioned... Well, your uh, mic's making like a ringing noise. Why? I don't understand these things. Sometimes it's fine, sometimes it's not. Yeah, it's making like a ringing noise every time he's... I don't even know what would cause that. I don't know. <laughs> Are you from the uh, the mountains there? You look very familiar to the kind that lives there. Uh, I... Onyx just kind of like slowly turns his head. Hmm. Are you... <clears throat> Are you discerned about the... Uh... The cavern's being taken over. Oh, yeah. He told me that they kind of just bombed the place and took it over and stole anything they could. And Onyx will kind of, kind of 
gesture towards the staff. Uh, this is one of the last relics remaining that are going to be on Zayn's. I'm very sorry to hear that. The uh, High Elves have done many things to the... I'm sorry that your place was the first. It's... I, I won't say it's fun, but I've had my time to go. Well... And the rest of the party's hearing about what exactly happened? Yeah, you guys... You guys are hearing this. Yeah, but this is the first time we're hearing like what actually happened. Because I don't think we went with him for that. To, to retrieve the staff, right? Uh, he just got the staff off of Lichten after he had dropped it. And I didn't yeah. really explain much after that. I just kind of went off on my own for a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, you all are hearing this for the first time. But I do have some good news. Some of you. There is begin to seem a forming of some kind of a rebellion to fight the owls, and we here at the Banished Elves, uh, we would like to join them. And apparently, some of our scouters know that there are some kind of magical doorways located deeper within this mass cave system. And at some point, we would like to travel to it and see if it takes us back, or at least some realm that might be closer to ours. Well, when did these doorways arrive? Well, apparently, at first they weren't there, and then they started appearing after very powerful earthquakes shook all of these caverns, reforming many of the tunnels and opening up new pathways. It happened maybe four months ago or so. We started, And these it was weird, just like the rocks begin to tear open, leading into different realms. Mostly the Earth realm. There's not good. But uh, it may be a way for us to get back. Is who's like right next to Onyx? I'm assuming Manya. Uh, probably Manya and Ikea. Ikea is not there, just Manya. Onyx will kind of lean over to Manya. Didn't didn't uh, Wicked open a portal to the Earth realm? Yep, that seems to be his go-to. That would probably explain the shifting of the cave system and the doorway or doorways. That's not a good sign is what it is. Though that is kind of odd considering I've heard that like places deep on the ground directly counteract magic, so that that's odd. When it comes to realms and magic, I'd say the portal of another realm is probably more powerful. True enough. Uh... There is apparently a plan that the High Elves are trying to do, if you would like to hear. Of course. They always do something. 
Apparently, and this may not be true, they made a deal with some kind of evil force. A deal to where they could have power way beyond anything that anyone has ever seen. To try and take over as much as they really want. Whether that's the whole Fey realm or multiple realms on top of it. And I believe these openings and shakings is due to this powerful power. <laughs> Do you guys know of anything that might be happening? Uh, I can think of one. Yeah, down a man who is known for opening portals uh, for a not-so-good master. And he's also possibly demonic. Oh, it's not a possibility. He is demonic. He is. Do you possibly know a man named Licton? No, I do not. Um, apparently, he came down here. And uh, that's not a good thing. Hmm. Oh, speaking Did of this, this happen maybe several weeks ago? Yes. Yeah, that's around the time. I was going to follow up. Was Is there an abandoned or ancient civilization further down? Yes, there is. Great. Okay, so do you happen to know of any artifact that he could have taken or... I can ask some of my scouts, but... We try to not go too much deeper than they are. That is where many powerful creatures live. We have lost we have lost many. Uh okay, could you give like a what would you say what would be our potential adversaries going down further? I'm guessing there's most definitely some beholders considering the corpse we saw. Um, I want to say some ropers, maybe, but I'm not sure. I don't really know the names of the but I can describe what they look like, if you'd like. Please do. Uh, there are some that are much more humanoid than most. They seem to be very powerful when it comes to the ways of magic. And very much connected to the mind. There are some that are almost serpent-like, and others that are almost sea creature-like, but in caves. There are others that you should not even go near for. We, you just hear the sound, and that's about it. And that's all we know of them. It is very dangerous. Be that as it may, we do need to know what he stole. It will help us later on in stopping him. We'll ask our scouts and see if they know of any kind of powerful items that might be located down there. Something that they all protect or something. Thank you. Of course. Well, I'd say that's enough talk for now. If you have questions, please ask me later. But for now, please enjoy meal that we have made for you all. And you see that he begins to grab these small clusters of spores and eat them slowly. And these, so does 
the rest of his family. Are these the same spores I collected earlier? Yeah, some are different colors, but they seem... I'm just going to town. <laughs> okay. I've stomped the Kurger. I can stomp some shrooms. All right. Yeah, we're taking some shrooms. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, Hiss, do you eat the shrooms? Yes. All right. Y'all just begin to chow down and enjoy your... And as the lights coming off these fungi surround the whole cavern around and the bit of laughter coming from one side of the table looking towards Onyx. That's where we'll go ahead and end the... Thank y'all for listening to the Dungeon Lads episode whatever something. Wait, I had a question. What's your question? In character, mm -hmm. his... Can you dislocate your jaw like a snake? Oh god. I don't know, his can you? I think his died. <laughs> This never reveals his secrets. Uh, <laughs> he died. To be determined. <laughs> to be determined. Yes. But thank y'all for listening to the episode. <laughs> be oh sure to God. follow us on Twitter. And yeah, uh, we shall see you guys later. Here we go.